leg or an arm? If you had to lose one, leg. I think Left the prosthetics arm. for legs are probably better. Pretty more good. Arm. Easier. Kind of what I feel like. Easier. Plus, Ryan never runs, so he doesn't have to worry about yeah. that. Exactly. That might be an upgrade for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the springs on those things? Uh, yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> probably be better for my bag too. Alright guys, let's get episode number 13 started. We are the Common Denominators. All five of us are uh, president accounted for here tonight. And I think we're uh, ready to leave it all on the field. How's good everybody to, feeling? Good to be back in the lab. Yeah. Feel, feeling good. Mm-hmm. I've been a lot more cognizant of my driving since the last episode. <laughs> Have you uh, made any big changes? Okay, maybe I haven't been very cognizant of my driving, <laughs> but I did happen to see a guy get stuck in the triangle lane today, Kyle, so Ooh. I thought of you. He didn't have the skill to get over. Did uh, not. Got to be aggressive, baby. Didn't have to be aggressive. There's, yep. some, there's some video evidence of uh, Adam kicking his tires, giving that a test. <laughs> uh, what'd you think, Adam? I didn't get much out of okay. it. So yeah. I still don't know if it's low on air or not. I'll, I'll have to give you a, Just scuffed his, his I'll have to give you a little lesson on didn't that. Didn't do it for you. Yep. Got armor all over my shoe. <laughs> all right, for everybody listening, we, as always, really appreciate it. Uh, today's episode is going to be it's going to be simple. We're going to start out with a draft. Uh, the hint I will say is it is school related, and uh, Lance will let him explain a little bit more about that here in a few minutes. The main part of our episode today is going to be our first uh, time that we go into the main segment without a plan. We yeah. really don't know what's coming. It's a little different. So tonight we are going to do uh, I guess what we would call mailbag. It's mailbag time. Listener mm-hmm. involvement. We've got fifteen to. 30 questions. I can't tell them you're in that bowl. There's a lot of questions that have come in from you oh, guys. Your spatial reasoning is a little off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere between 15 and 30. Somewhere between 15 and 8,000. I wanted to make sure I was right, okay? <laughs> just wanted to cover my bases. So got a lot of questions. We're going to uh, do our best to attempt to answer those. And we don't know what's coming. The, yeah, that's the fun thing. It was yeah. homework. We all came with a certain number, five, six, seven questions each, dumped them into a bowl. And so we only know a couple, uh, the yep. ones that we entered. That should add for a little bit of uh, uncertainty. Shenanigans. What do y'all feel? Y'all a little bit nervous about that, or is that exciting? Oh yeah, I can definitely feel the nerve. Like I'm anxious, but it's it's a good anxious. Like I'm excited. That's going to be the episode. Before we get into that, I felt like it's been a while since we have begged, pleaded, and groveled for some listener help. That's at the end of our episode, and we all know everybody uh, hits stop on our episodes before that hit, that part. So. Yeah, that outro that I worked so hard to yeah. record, I feel like it's just not getting it's, the uh, play that it deserves. Yeah. But uh, uh, basically, if you'll subscribe, we appreciate that. If you'll leave a review, we would appreciate that. And if you could even hit that five star, that'd be great. If it's less than five stars, feel free not to rate us. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, the five would be fantastic. And uh, if you feel obligated or if you feel so inclined to leave a review, we'd appreciate that. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook as well. All right, you guys ready to do it? Let's do it. Let's roll. All right, guys, I'm super stoked about this draft today because in preparing for it, I got very nostalgic about everything. So today, we're going back in time, and we are going to draft your best school lunch and we're not talking about school lunches today we're talking about school lunches when we went to school so 80s 90s adam 70s i, I don't oh, know oh man a little shot <laughs> ouch 
Thanks a lot. So, Thanks. all right, I'm getting my He-Man lunchbox back out. Yes. And I'm stocking it. Exactly. Oh, and sweet. what you're going to stock it with is, and um, you can select these in any order, um, you're going to select an entree item, a side item, a dessert, and a drink. Does that make sense? You're ready. All right. Let's entree do it. sounds a little fancy for a kid's lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> I can go with it. Well, entree, sandwich, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the thing in the Ziploc baggie. The That's main the part. Yes. yes. The main thing you're yeah, eating. Exactly. Right. So I think Daniel's got some kind of number generator thingy. Yep. I have generated the draft order, and the first pick goes to Ryan. <sighs> uh, okay. I never. I didn't picture this moment. I didn't think pick about what you want I would to. want to pick first. So. I'm going to go with the entree. As a kid, my favorite sandwich, and 90% of the kids in America would agree, it's got to be the peanut butter and jelly. Ooh. Got to mm-hmm. be. Yeah, gotta solid. Be. So I'm going to go ahead and take that one off the board because I'm scared that wouldn't come back to me. Yeah, there's no way it would have made it back to you. That is the true number one pick. Good job, Ryan. Oh, uh, what type of jelly? Like, like I was yeah. a strawberry jelly guy. Oh, I'm a grape guy. Yeah. I'm a great, but uh, I, I figured you an apricot kind of guy, <laughs> Ryan. I like Plum. apple. I like apple. I like strawberry. Uh, I do think it is important uh, when you're making a peanut butter jelly sandwich for school that you put a thin layer of peanut butter Both on sides. the opposite mm-hmm. side so yeah. that your jelly doesn't soak through the oh, bread. Oh yeah, but, veteran move. Yeah. You know, apple is a very underrated jelly. Hmm. You know, it's not one people think about, but it's actually really good. It's I, good. Have you ever yeah. had it on it with peanut butter? Definitely. No, I'm serious. It's fantastic on That's toast. Good. No, right. oh, I can't say. Lance is looking happen. a little bit skeptical about that, but <laughs> I think you're not right as for it. skeptical as me looking at your coconut water coming across from, the table. Yeah. <laughs> coming from someone who's obviously never had apple jelly. Very refreshing. <laughs> All right, number two pick, Kyle. Ooh, I'm also gonna go uh, the entree route. All right, first of all. Did everybody have the lunchbox that had the cheap plastic thermos with it too? That had the screw off top that made a little cup. Didn't use it, yes. but had it. Yeah. Oh, that, that it was a huge use in my family to go with the warm spaghettios in the thermos. Mm. So I'd take the spaghettio soup and keep it hot in the plastic thermos. So I'm going the spaghettios in the thermos. Nice, I like that. All right, pick number three, Lance. All right, I'm going to pivot here, and I'm going to go straight for the dessert item. This may not be everybody's number one dessert item, but it's truly my favorite, and I'm taking it. I'm taking the Little Debbie Zebra Cake. Oh, I love that Zebra dessert. Cake. That's solid. I think I would eat both of them because it's like a two-pack. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and in Christmas time, they look like little trees. Oh, so oh, yeah. good. Yeah, when the little trees came out, you knew mm-hmm. it was Christmas time. And any desserts you had two of, that's good for bartering at the uh, lunchroom table. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Good pick. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm going to stick with the desserts uh, mm-hmm. as well, and... Uh, I didn't uh, pack my lunch a lot growing up, you know. I just got the the lunch at school. But and every, every time I pack my kids' lunch, uh, he gets two, three Oreos in there. Oh yeah. Uh, and I, Funny. I when I pack my lunch, I put a couple Oreos in there most of the, most days. So uh, I'm going with a couple double stuff Oreos. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I need you to clarify. Stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. not those diet not, Oreos. Yeah, the thin ones. That's <laughs> a joke. Yeah, yeah, it's the regular. Double stuff Oreos. Oh, Adam has the last pick. Is that, is that what, what's happening here? Right. This may be a first. No, oh, that's the second time, actually. He's Ricky Bobby. He's Same in first or last one. <laughs> All right. Um, so for the sides, I'm going to go with Cool Ranch Doritos. Ooh. And are we, we're snaking this, right? So yeah. I got the next yeah. pick. And then for the drink, I'm going to go chocolate milk. Mm. Nice. Solid Those pair well together. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to me, and uh, I'm gonna go with uh, another with a drink that's that's easy, super portable. 
uh, I know like nowadays it's the Capri Suns all the time, mm-hmm. but uh, at least in, in my day it was like the uh, like the high C fruit punch juice box. Yeah, going with the juice box. I uh, took one of mine. Yeah, they came. Y'all remember when they came out with the Ecto Cooler, which was like based oh, off Ghost so Rider. good. <laughs> you were you shot to the top of your class in popularity if you brought yeah. those. You were definitely going out with the most popular girl if you had the Ecto Cooler. <laughs> All right, back to Lance. Lance. All right, I got to go. I think I'm going to go the drink route again, too, because I'm I'm worried that this one's going to get taken, and I I just, the the nostalgia that this item holds in my heart, it's just amazing. For some reason, I really like the Squeeze-Its. Do y'all remember the Squeeze-It drinks? (laughs) Y'all are killing me. Yes. I love the the Squeeze-Its, yes. It had the twist-off top that looked like a spaceship on the top, like the wings. Yes, and like you could could take the top off and like use it as a paper football, basically, across across the lunchroom table. So Squeeze-It as the drink. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. All right, Kyle. All right, so I'm going with a dessert. You know, there's the oatmeal rounds. Mm-hmm. But the the fudge round version, okay, the I chocolate, yeah, yeah, that was the bomb. So I'm gonna go. I think they were called the fudge rounds. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they were called. So good pick. All right, Ryan, you got two picks here. Ooh, you can do some damage. Mm-hmm. All right, a lot of desserts and drinks being used. I definitely. Let's see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna go for a side here first. I think I'm gonna go with uh, the bugle. Oh, Remember yeah. The bugles, yeah. the ones you get tornado. Fit on the end of your fingers, yeah. eat them off one at a time. Yeah, or you put them in your mouth and act like you got vampire teeth. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> always have all sorts of fun games with the Perfect bugles. for the lunchroom. Yeah. So I've got peanut butter and jelly. i got bugles. Uh, and now I'm going to go with a dessert. I think I've got to go with the Nutty Buddies. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah. of them. Yep. Two pack. Two, yep. the peanut butter sticks with chocolate on the outside. Loved them. Huge pick. All right, Kyle. Back to me. I'm going to go with an old staple. i got to go with Frito-Lays. Huge Frito-Lay guy. Yeah. Different, there's all kinds of different flavors, but I'll go with the original. Good pick. Lance. Man, I've kind of put off my entree here, but <laughs> i, I got to go with got to go with my heart, man. So, side item, I'm just going to go with Cheetos, man. Can't go wrong with Cheetos, mm-hmm. right? I mean, your hands get all nasty and everything, yeah. but besides that. A little collateral damage, but it's good. Okay, I feel like I need an entree here, and I, I can honestly say I haven't had one of these in a really long time. But as a kid, just a straight up simple bologna and cheese sandwich oh, yeah. was uh, still like a bologna was a, and cheese. Was a, a staple of my diet. Mayonnaise, mustard. Uh, mustard. I was a mustard, mustard. man. Straight plain guy, just the bologna, just the cheese. Yeah. Still that way. Mm. Uh, Adam, you got two picks to finish out your lunchbox. All right, I'm going to go with one that you probably haven't thought of, but it's going to bring back some memories, and that would be, I think it's going to be. You know, it it really could qualify as an entree, side, or dessert. Huh. That would be a fruit roll-up. Oh, oh, that is a classic. I mean, they're timely. Yep. Or they're also timeless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you have they're one, there when you need a fruit roll-up. Listen, if you still had one from your lunchbox back then, you can still it eat probably it. Probably still. That's yeah. right. That's right. And to clarify, this is the roll-up, not the fruit by the foot, right? Two different things. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it was definitely the roll up. Okay. Well, you remember the that came out in the mid nineties, so Adam yeah. was already like, you know, <laughs> he was, in he was co- out of high school. <laughs> he was in college. Yeah. Well, I, I think Ryan's school. older than I am, for the record. Do you ever have the fruit roll up where you could actually peel like the characters and stuff out? Oh of the yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, was awesome. that was yeah. great. It just extended the life of your fruit roll up. Yeah. Yeah. You just sat there and played with them and got them all like <laughs> nasty right yeah. before you ate yeah. them. They get rolled up anyway, but. Call an audible. Could could we have purchased a lunch? Um, Judge, yeah, I, I think so. What, whatever. Fantastic. Yeah, go go <laughs> and, um, go, go with your heart. Whatever. I'm going with uh, this. This time I purchased my lunch. 
And I got the classic square pizza. Oh yeah, square pizza. Love huge. it. Entree. I know. As a uh, as a mathematics teacher, now it's always weird. We always call it the square pizza. Mm, yeah. It's a rectangle. It it's is not a square. Rectangle. Yeah, it's, yeah. You're, you're it was right. never a square. No, but we always we always say square pizza. Well, it was a real treat at ours. You, well, you know, we had the option every now and then they would bring out the Mexican style that had the different cheese on mm. it and a couple little Mexican style, which it was really just different colored cheese. Just to note, Cal just did air quotes on a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was for you guys. <laughs> and by the that way, was for your benefit, I went to public school. It literally was rectangle. They were they. they oh we yeah, had a, we had a budget. Yeah. Same yeah. same way to get pasture. Yeah. yeah. Did y'all have yeah. the, the, the milk pouches that looked like a breast implant too? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> we got moved to those. We started with cartons, and then they went to the pouch. Right, but yeah. I mean, you could you could literally lo- use them as a launching device. Yeah. It'd just put like corn in the corner of yeah, them. And just yeah, just smack pow. it. Yep. Yeah. Chocolate fun bags. Yeah, mm-hmm. chocolate fun bags. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the worst, by the way. They just wasn't the same. I yeah. like the carton. Right. The carton guy. Uh, all right. Uh, How did they get the I'll, milk I'll, in there? I've got <laughs> <laughs> to look this up right now. We all just keep talking about it. You have never I've seen never the milk pouches? Even, oh, yeah. Are we still talking about the implant or are we yes. talking about the chocolate milk? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a public school thing, I guess. Ryan is a uh, bad radio. Google, yeah. uh, Ryan is Googling Frantically uh, Google. milk this pouches. Wait, this cannot wait till later. Yeah. I mean, it's literally a, a square pouch. inflatable pouch. Yeah, That's it right there. Oh, man. Are you, you had to serious? Never, you had y'all to never seen this. You had to squeeze it and hit it yeah. just right with that straw or it was not going to I remember work. getting an instructional video in the library yes. about how to use this. Yes, 100%. <laughs> this high-tech device. Yep. They brought one in to demo before we got them. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. Did you guys go to like a this, NASA right? school or something? It, it looks <laughs> yeah. like a no, by not by any stretch. I went to Robertson County, yeah. so no, <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah, this was definitely a, there a no money, astronauts that a came money a money saving move by the Southern yeah. County School System. Yeah. I'm sure. The yeah. same with Robertson. So if you're listening and you're like Daniel and I have no idea what this is, just go to Google, type in milk pouches. It'll be the thing <laughs> with a straw sticking out. I don't think they're still with those, that's right? A tough image, I, sir. I, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. know. Hmm. Hmm. I need I need to find out. My daughter's starting school, so All I need right. to check in on the milk pouches. So I totally threw a soft track there. Who? So Adam just it's, went. Adam went. It's my pick it's to pick close out time. close out my lunchbox, and I'm going with trying to get a little little healthy. Uh, I'm going with some orange slices. Uh, I love me some oranges, so uh, closing it out with some orange slices. Good, good for you. Not the candy orange slices, like legitimate fruit orange yeah. slices. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lance. All right, I'm, I'm, I've left my entree at, at the end for some reason, uh, so I'm just going to go with a traditional ham and cheese sandwich. Can never go wrong there. All right, Kyle, what's the last thing in your lunchbox? All right, last thing in my lunchbox, I've got to have a drink. Do you guys remember, I think they still make them, the jug juices that kind of look like the barrel. Oh, yeah. Kind of oblong barrel yeah. that had the aluminum foil, foil oh, yeah. on top. Yep, so Love I'm going to go with the jug Love juice. Love that, the jug juice. All right, Ryan. Am I closing this out here? Closing this out. All right, I think I've got a drink left. I I don't know if y'all remember this, but y'all remember the suicide? Mm Mm-hmm. No. Oh, Oh, yeah, I got you now. A little Mountain Dew, a little Sprite, a little Coke, a little Dr. Pepper, whatever you want. You mix it together, and as an eight-year-old, you think it's the best thing in the world. And looking back, it was terrible. Yeah, awful. It was awful. (laughs) Can you imagine doing that today in those things that have, like, what, 90 different flavors the machines have had it in? It'd take you two hours. (laughs) Make you a suicide at Firehouse Subs. (laughs) I'll be done in a minute. (laughs) Six different kinds of Dr. Pepper. (laughs) To be smoldering at the end. (laughs) All right, so here we are at the mailbag portion. Let me set the scene around the table. We've got a clear plastic fish bowl. We've got, uh, you know, again, 15 to 30. I'm sticking with the number. 15 <laughs> to 30 questions that are in here. 
about 75% or so each of us haven't seen. Uh, we're going to go around. We're going to draw one out, read it. So you all might hear a little rustling uh, if you're listening. And then we're going to continue that going around the table, uh, answering questions, uh, ad-libbing, probably uh, chatting with each other about whatever it was. And then uh, we're going to continue until we're done or uh, Adam gives us the wrap it up sign because we're going too long. All right. Sounds good. I'll, you want to start this ready. off? Let's yeah, I'll start. All right. And I'm reaching in. And the first question on the mailbag episode. Question from Zach. The Ole Miss fight song, Hotty Toddy, includes the words, damn. Our two-year-old <laughs> daughter has started to learn it. Do we let her learn the original version or do we try and substitute darn or dang until she's older? Zach, that's a good question. Uh, by the way, go Big Orange. You know, we, we we're in SEC country. I don't know how rooted, deep tradition that is at Ole Miss, but, you know, you got to go with the original. It's just like the words of the Charlie Daniels song. You have to sing. You've got to sing the cuss words for it to count. So I'm going to go with you got to sing it. Or you could just switch teams and go yeah. with somebody like a Tennessee Vols that doesn't have a cuss yeah. word in their anthem. True. But yeah, just go Rocky Top. Rocky That's down. none of my business. Yeah, it's old mess. I wouldn't worry about yeah. it. They, they don't have to play it too often. No. <laughs> it's more basketball games there, right? Thanks for the question, Zach. Yeah, didn't mean to demean your team. <laughs> All right, this one, uh, this actually comes from my wife, Catherine. Where do you see the Common Denominators podcast in five years? Oh, that's tough. Um, Hopefully not in my bonus room. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a very sleek studio by then. Uh, I would say that we're definitely still going to be having a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully have uh, tons of listeners. And if we can uh, have fun, somehow uh, share our faith and build our relationships and uh, make money along the way, that would be awesome. Yeah, agree. Well said. I've always said I thought I could see us maybe at some point having this thing as kind of our traveling um, devotion, I guess you'd say. Maybe meeting in some churches, having some men's groups, just kind of talking through some stuff like we like to talk to on the podcast. So I kind of see maybe that's where it could be in five years, hopefully. This might be a good time to ask for prayers from everybody yeah. out there. And if, there, <laughs> if there's a church that needs five random dudes to talk, hit us up. All right, next question. This is from Percy Wayne. He's back. This is the same Percy Wayne. Yes, okay. I believe it is. So, yeah. Loyal listener. Loyal listeners. Episode one uh, Have you ever been skinny dipping? If so, when was the last time? I don't know that I've been doing a lot of skinny anything <laughs> in my lifetime. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever been skinny dipping. The last time I would have been like when I was probably a, a, a baby, and that's what just what you do with little kids is you just throw them out there with, with no diaper on all right quick poll let's go around the table lance no no i just i stick to you know yes yes <laughs> i hope it would with each other no it was not i was probably a younger lad so it, F- football so camps are not as exciting as y'all thought hey, yeah quick uh, follow-up was it a pool or like a lake lake okay. lake, yeah. lake lake yeah you don't want to skinny dip in a pool it's just <laughs> yeah there are people peeing those that's, <laughs> that's what i heard <laughs> All right, I got the next question here. Anonymous listener wonders, after the open discussion about infertility in episode two, how did your guys' perspective change toward people that are struggling to get pregnant? After the open discussion, I I mean, I I feel like my opinion had kind of already changed after going through it myself. Um, It might be a better question for some of the other guys after hearing 
our point of view, but just after going through the process myself and struggling with that, it just had me really empathize more with those people that were struggling to get pregnant. Anybody else want to chime in on that? I, I definitely, I mean, we had problems, but I didn't have anywhere near the problems that Kyle and Jessica had. So it, it made me sort of appreciate our, our uh, pregnancy a little bit more. Yeah, and for me on this side, it was just kind of cool to open up about it and talk openly about it because it's such a taboo subject for people and they don't want to talk about it. So from that side of it, it was really cool to kind of open up about it and share. And We got, yeah, I would say we got some good feedback and reactions and it just reminded me in general that people, we all need to talk about our problems. And so when you do that, it's it's helpful to share those things with each other. So yeah, encourage me to do that more. All right, I have the next question. It is from Bile Kinkley. <laughs> and Bile writes. Is that Kyle's brother? <laughs> it could be. And he writes, build a perfect man using one attribute from each of the denominators, including yourself, head, body, humor, mind, brains, common sense, and creativity. Boy, this is a good one. I'm going to say, um, who's got the best head? <laughs> Kyle's got the best head sculpt perfectly oh yeah uh, I'm gonna go with People Lance's like body for obvious reasons no that's a thanks, thanks. Um, ringer pick <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, my humor way to hang on to you kind of worried about that yeah. <laughs> you're pretty funny guy I'm yeah, definitely going know. definitely going with uh, Daniel's brains yeah, we and, can all agree that's what we're going and with. Ryan's creativity that's not a uh, that's not a last but not least that's definitely Ryan's creativity so there you go perfect um, denominator yeah I would nice. I would, right. I, would I, think I got the warm fuzzies yeah, thank you yeah, yeah that was great way to, way to pick something from everybody right. <laughs> really political alright we've got a question in from Cole Trickle what TV show are you ashamed to admit you watch should I be embarrassed that I look forward to watching The Bachelor or Bachelorette with my wife? You don't, don't strike me as being embarrassed about much anything. No, I don't. Kyle, I'm, so. I mean, I don't really. I end up watching shows with my daughter that I never watched, The Little Princesses and The Ponies and all that, but that's kind of an obligation. Me and her have gotten into watching the um, the Marvel Lego little series, so that's not something. And I, I did. I, the reason I say this is I caught myself watching one when she was not in the room. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was okay. up on the Netflix. Like, let's what just you leave watch? this on about five oh, more oh, minutes. Oh, I just hey. want to see where this goes. Yeah, where's you know, this is a really good storyline. Story so yeah. I'd have to say watching the Legos uh, by myself without her in the room. So, you know, so. the worst is when you get caught into a kid show like that, and and you're caught up in it, and they get up and walk away. Yeah, and you're like. I'm invested in this show. Yeah. I want to see what happens. So you end end watch the rest of it yeah. by yourself. That's I want to know how times. she became a mermaid. So yeah, I'm exactly. going to sit here and watch. Yeah. yeah. So, so the Bachelor Bachelorette that they mentioned in the question. Yeah, the second half. Uh, I fully admit now that I watch it. I like it. I, you know, five years ago, if you'd asked me that, I would not have been admitted to I've tried to watch one of them and I just I couldn't really get into it. I ended up making so much fun of it as it was going. Jessica banned me from watching it. So Who else watches it? So I'm giving oh, yeah, Ryan I'll, a I'll fist that. bump across the table as well as Daniel because I am no longer embarrassed to admit that I love watching that show. Um, it has actually turned into a little bit of a fantasy sport too if you didn't know that. You can actually do like a bachelor bracket to pick out who's going to win through the whole show. So, you know, makes it a little fun for the men too. Maybe we should do that. Was an episode. I totally agree. I mean, Ooh. The Bachelorette is about to end, as both of you probably already know, and then Bachelor in Paradise is next, and that'll be that'll be spectacular too. All right, let's see what I got here. Jess asked Adam, "Do you still carry your towel in your car for emergencies? And if so, how do you explain its use to your daughters?" So, since I pulled this one out, let me answer first. Mm-hmm. 
I now have a towel <laughs> in my truck. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. You're welcome. Now yeah. I'll let you answer. Uh, I put my third towel in the car this morning, as a matter of fact. Did you use the other two already? <laughs> <laughs> no, third consecutive. Um, yeah, I absolutely do. You, you, I learned that from my father, and that was maybe the best thing he's ever taught me. So, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely keep a towel in your car, especially when you got kids. Stuff will spill. You never know. Yeah, I've got mm-hmm. one of those little uh, Titans like that they hand out at the games. Those, oh yeah, I've got like like two of those in, yeah. the, in my truck, just ready to never have enough towels out. or toilet yeah. paper right. in your truck. Excellent question, Jessica. All right, Mr. Hanky sends in. Uh, has your <laughs> habits and or time in the bathroom changed since we've gone public with our bathroom behavior? Uh, no. Yeah, you can't change what's yeah, perfect. Yeah. You can't change. Yeah. I feel like we're like the standard. We're the yeah. Mendoza line for what you should A do. better question is, have our listeners' bathroom techniques changed since listening? I can only yeah. hope so. That's true. Yeah. Go ahead, Lance. I'll say this. Um, started a new job recently, and I've noticed that the water level in the toilets at my new job is much higher, or either the toilet's a little lower. Watch so those knuckles. Ooh. It's actually made me consider. Ooh, stand. stand. <laughs> no, ne- never stand. stand. I just have to lean a little bit more. That's Ooh, all. That's but nice. never never a stander. Yeah. Always a sitter. Yeah. But it has it crossed my mind, but not going to do it. I have I've noticed myself a couple times checking to see if the toilet paper is full, which I've never done before. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, guys. That's a good change. Yeah, that's, that's good. you're welcome. That's a change for the good. Yeah. All oh, right, my turn now. Great question, Mister Hanky. All right, this comes in from Clay Smith. If you could put a hex or voodoo on any person, who would it be and why? <laughs> that's loaded. <laughs> Clay, I'm, re- I'm really glad you got that one. Clay, I don't I don't really like your question, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should put it on Clay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's a good idea, Adam. I'm not a very spiteful person, Clay, so um, I'm going to put a, uh, a hex or a voodoo. So to clarify, is a hex yeah, slash a hex? voodoo, is that like you want them dead? Or no, you want I think a voodoo, uh, yeah. a voodoo yeah. is like you just the poke the doll, doll and it yeah. has pain. So what's a hex? Mm. Is that just like a same, spell? I think it's the same kind just of Just a little thing. curse. Oh, like maybe yeah. they'll have a rash or something? Yeah. yeah. I've got the perfect yeah. one. Yeah, Clay, we'll give All you, right, a, Kyle, we'll give you, you a nice little rash. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Kyle's got one. Yeah. That's my cousin. He's up there. Me and I am a big Tennessee Titans fan, and we've had our share of struggles over the past few years. I'm going to put voodoo on every quarterback in the AFC South. So maybe, just maybe, we can win our division. Maybe you could take the voodoo off of Mariota. Yeah, put a hex on him that so he won't get hurt. I'm going to – you, you jog my memory a little bit. I'll take the, I'll take the hex and the, the rash spell off of Clay, and I'll, I'll put it on LeBron James. I'm kind of just sick of LeBron James. And <laughs> LeBron I'm gonna, James. I'll voodoo, the, I'll voodoo the mess out of his calf or something like that. Yeah, I'm so, good with that, too. Yeah, we'll go yeah. put put it on, put <laughs> it on LeBron. i LeBron saturation. How, how much so. did you like his Taco Tuesday rant, though? Oh, gosh. Just, I, I try not to even watch it. I, I saw it and just ignore it. All right, I'm next. Uh, This comes in from Scott in Iowa. Scott writes, Can you consider yourself a man if you don't mow your own grass and or know how to change a tire? No, you cannot consider yourself a man. Um, 100% agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm on board. All right, there you go. Thank you, Scott. Well, I, I would say if you're rich enough not to mow your own grass... And you can spend it doing other more manly things, then you're okay. Like what? Well, because I mean, I, I'm with your, I'm with your, 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 your mentality there. But if you're, 
if you're too manly to mow your grass, what are you manly enough to do? Well, See, I think the question said if you don't know how to do it, right? Not necessarily if you do it, right? Uh, no, the question was can you consider yourself a man if you don't mow your own grass or know how to change yeah. a tire? So, know how to change a tire, okay. If you don't know how to change a tire, mm-hmm. you're not a man. Okay. But if you don't mow your own grass, only because you're wealthy enough to be doing other more manly things, then I would give an exception. Yep, I agree with you. You want to go axe throwing every Thursday mm-hmm. instead of mowing your grass? I think that's more manly. Yeah. I think I think you really have to step up your manly things if you're yeah, not yeah. mowing your grass. You got to overcompensate. Yeah, exactly. Major <laughs> overcompensation. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Good question. Question from Kirby. Dad bods. Do y'all buy the ladies are into dad bods? Is anyone in the group striving to reach dad bod status? I think there probably is a segment of women that like dad bods. I think. I'm going to say there are a segment of ladies that are into dad bods. Uh, we'll, we'll ask our wives next time they're on the pod for sure on that. But um, I don't think anyone in our group is striving to have a dad bod. It may be happening before our very eyes, mm. but I don't think anybody's actually striving in our group. I think most of us are fighting it off. But Yeah, um, definitely fighting it off. Some better than others. Lance has done quite the good job of fighting his dad bod off. The rest of us are, are yeah, struggling and punching. Yeah. All right, we've got one from Sandy Rimbro. What was your favorite piece of clothing that you wore in elementary slash middle school? Ryan's probably flew out of the back of his truck. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to a, uh, a private school. I was probably one of the kids with the least amount of money there. So I always had a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, I had fluffy red hair, a little bit pudgy, and bad clothes. So, you know, it's a great combo I had going on. So... I do specifically remember the first time that I got something that I thought was cool, you know, and it was Air Jordans in the sixth grade to go with my jeans that my granddad hemmed himself. Jordash. He would always take me before school every year, and we would be, you know, shopping, and I would have some jeans that would fit, and he'd be like, no, I think you need to go a size bigger because he wanted me to have room to grow into them. you got to grow into them. Yeah. Things. So you they would be gonna, like three. You were going to grow six inches that semester. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so inevitably, my jeans would be three inches too long. He would hem them himself, which I appreciate that he could sew, but he would put the hem like two inches above in case <laughs> – he needed to let the hem out to extend my jeans later yeah. in the year. So they, those those went, worked pretty well together. At this point, you ought to be six foot eight, by, according to how your jeans were bought. <laughs> there was also a lot of pressure for you to take care of those jeans, I bet, too. You know, he's, he had invested like five he, years into those jeans. He yeah. wanted to redo those hems so bad, but a pair never made it back <laughs> to him. Sorry, Papa. I had a pair, and I was so proud of them. Skids. Does anybody remember oh, Skids? Yes. Those parachute pants? Yep. Yeah. That was the end thing. And man, when I got a pair at Lance, look at me like, what the heck is a Skid? <laughs> yeah, I have no yeah. idea. Millennials don't know about these yeah, types right. of things. No clue. <laughs> skids and an IOU sweatshirt. Skids. Oh, yeah. that you were the All right. So I'm going to go. My, my prized possession was, of course, this was before the time of the Tennessee Titans where we live. I was a huge Miami Dolphin fan. Grew up a Dan Marino fan. I got one year for Christmas the Miami Dolphin starter jacket. If you had a starter jacket, yep. you might as well just move up onto the east side. Didn't even were... matter if you liked the team. Oh, yeah. It was the greatest was, thing ever. Could yep. you not? I had a Miami Dolphin starter jacket No as kidding. Well, All right. I loved it. It's so, awesome, dog. Yeah. yeah. I, my best friend, Robert Kane, I remember when he got his uh, Atlanta Falcons one. <laughs> oh, yeah, the big bird on oh, the back. Burned with jealousy. Yeah. Mm. Here's a question from Nick. Tip or no tip on carryout orders? I can answer this because last night I ordered a pizza 
and I went and picked it up, and I did not tip. Yeah, I think because that's perfect. I drove totally there and picked it up myself. Perfectly acceptable. Yeah, yeah on, on carry. Yeah, the only ty- the only carry out I tip on is sort of an in between is Sonic. I, if I if a car hop comes out, I pop a dollar. Yeah, yeah, we do that too. I, I don't. How I, do you do that? That they need to. I think if they expected you to tip at Sonic, they would give you that option when you put your card in. Yeah, to uh, pay for it. I always keep. And they don't. I always so keep some loose. I, I don't. I can't tip. Yeah. I don't ever have any. Cash. I got some loose change or something. I use them like a at, dollar out of. At Panera, when you slide it, they always say, "Do you want to leave a tip?" I'm like, "What kind of question is that? Why yeah. you're? Oh, for you, you're asking me if I, if you yeah. want me to tip you. Okay, yeah. thanks a lot. No. Yeah. The answer's no. Yeah. If you're <laughs> literally handing me your food over a right. counter, you didn't even give me the food. Yeah. All you did was take my money. I'm gonna leave you a <laughs> yeah. tip. For that? No, yeah. What about on on pizza delivery? Because they they already tack on a delivery charge oh, in there anyway. Yeah, so it's like you how do much have to do that. You yeah. do, but yeah. I can never figure yeah, out how if much. You, is if you right do, around. you never want to order a pizza from there again if you don't tip. Because right. if that guy comes back to your house, you got the spit special. Well, I don't think they're they're. <laughs> that's a good point. I don't think they're really killing it financially. They're delivering pizzas either. So I mean, a couple extra bucks is not going to kill yeah. you, Lance. And we have to remember, most servers only make like two dollars and eighteen cents yeah. an hour. Yeah, which so, they understand yeah. when they accept the job. <laughs> oh, assuming that we're going to tip them. <laughs> yeah, it came from but Lance Sonic Jones, making, ladies and gentlemen. Sonic's making full minimum wage. Like yeah, they're not, yeah. they're not making yeah. that the low wage. But no, I do the what is it, eighteen percent? Right? Is that what people I are tipping now? Twenty. Twenty is what I used to do. Fifteen yeah. is bare minimum. Fifteen if I've got bad service. Twenty if I get good yeah. service. Yeah, I, I do eighteen. I didn't realize it was twenty now, so I guess I have to pony up, Lance. Yeah, Stop being yeah. such a cheapo. Yeah. Your question, oh. Lance. All right. All right. This is from Marianne Kane, I believe is the, the correct pronunciation. What is the smelliest thing one of your coworkers has cooked in the microwave at work? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. You know, I, I, I can't remember anything off the top of my head, but I will say this. Somebody burnt popcorn the other day oh, in, the, that's in like the break room, and it was terrible. And it was like at 10 o'clock in the morning, too. I'm like, why do you need popcorn how, at 10 o'clock in the morning? perfectly <laughs> cooked popcorn smell so good, and it goes 30 seconds longer, and it's the worst smell oh, you could possibly create? Yeah. How does that well, work? It permeates every, every part of the building. Yeah. You stole mine. I've got, I've got a lady that used to work with us. That was a chronic popcorn burner. She did it on purpose yes. because she liked the taste. The taste oh, of yeah. popcorn. Almost every day she would psychotic. burn it. So we've got a lady we work with. Adam's over there. Wait a second. He Wait, got caught what? red-handed. He is picking through the questions. Oh, boo. I think we need to make him go back to whatever right. one it was. That's against the spirit. uncomfortable. That's okay. against the spirit. Uh, full disclosure, uh, I thought this would be a better question. Cut this out, Daniel. I thought this would be a better question from, from uh, for Kyle. Let I was, me have it. I was I'll literally going to give that to Kyle. I'll take it. I'll take it. I won't look at it. I'll take it. Oh, if I could add one more thing about the microwave. We have a young man that works for us who is from Asia who microwaves fish mm. on, a, uh, on the regular. Mm. So shout out to him. That's, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, for no, thanks for nothing. Question from Rachel. Which common denominator episode or segment did you have the most fun recording? I think one of our best episodes was uh, John Harris, but that's not what you ask. You ask the most fun. The most fun for us, I think we could all agree, was with our wives. Yeah, 100%. We um, had a blast with them. Oh, we, had, we had fun doing it with our wives. Yes. As yeah. Kyle said. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> we really did. We had a great time. That was um, episode three and four. Four and five. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Uh, just look it up. Uh, if you have not heard it, 
you should check it out. It's really funny. Um, so basically, we got our wives in the room. There's 12 of us on mics, uh, and we took turns talking about pet peeves and uh, and different things that annoyed our wives, and they got they got into it a lot. It's really fun. And they're much better podcasters than yeah. we are. So yeah. stay tuned. They may be making yeah. a return. Yeah, we'll be redoing that again yeah. soon. All right, moving on to me from Stephanie in Tennessee. If you could interview any person in the Bible for the podcast other than Jesus, who would you choose and why? I got to go with my favorite New Testament guy. I'm going to go with Peter. I just think, I feel like he probably, I want to say he might have had the closest relationship to Christ. He was right kind in the battle. He went through the whole sort of denying Christ three times and then being kind of fully reinstated and was one of the people that was crucial to setting up the early church so i think his whole life story going from literally a fisherman to guy saying hey won't you just drop everything you're doing and follow me to which he did that led through an incredible life that kind of had a rough ending but still i think he would be a great interview because he was literally every man and he became an essential part of setting up the church and even the church as we know it today probably wouldn't exist without the efforts of peter Y'all are staring at me. That means I'm up. You just look nice tonight, Ryan. Yeah. Eldrick W. from Jupiter, Florida wants to know, if you had one mulligan or do-over in life, what would it be? Oh, good grief. We're getting deep here. Mm. Let's see. Deeper than an If anybody's got one, go for it. I'm about to think on this. That's a tough one. Uh, the one thing I always regretted, I guess, is I would have liked to have tried to play – I was getting to be a pretty good golfer at the time. I was getting close to being out of high school. I wasn't recruited or anything. Had a couple of chances to maybe do a tryout. I had contacted. I went to Austin P. I had contacted the golf coach, and there were some open tryouts that I thought about trying to do. I always would have liked to pursued uh, my passion golf past com- being competitive. I still compete in tournaments, but I like seeing how far I could have taken it with playing at the next level. So that's that's my one regret. Everything else in life's been gravy. So. I think I'd go back and just spend a lot more time thinking about what I wanted to do as a career. Because I like my job, but yeah. I don't love it. I'm not passionate about it. So if I could go back and find out, spend a lot of time th- and asking questions and going and watching people work, figure out exactly what I wanted to do and put my mind towards that, I'd yeah. do that over. It's a lot to think about at 18 what you want to do for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could barely even pick my major at that age. So. Yeah. I had lunch with my niece today, and she's 20, and she's about to start her junior year at UT, and she has no idea what she wants to do, but she's very smart. She's very optimistic, and she's, you know, I want to move to a different state. I want to move to a different place and and just kind of find find myself. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, without being all tree-hugging. Just, you know, I want to see what I want to do. I was like, man, that is the best thing you could possibly do. (laughs) do I was like, there's nothing wrong with marriage. There's nothing wrong with having kids. Those are fantastic. I don't ever regret those two things. But, man, this is the one time in your life that you have to do whatever you want to yeah. do. Go do it and yeah. enjoy it. I find myself being that old guy now. I played literally played in a golf tournament this weekend. I got paired with one kid was probably 19 and the other was early 20s. Both were in college. One was doing trade school, and they were kind of talking, yeah. They were talking amongst each other, yeah, I'm doing this, but I'm thinking about changing it. And I'm standing there like, I don't want to be this guy, but I'm going to give you all some advice. I said, let me be the old man just for a minute. You know, there's just, you can't, you, now you have that perspective of when your parents were trying to help you and guide you, like, oh, just leave me alone. I'll figure it out. Now I'm like, just let me help you just a little. Mm -hmm. I've got wisdom. Let me give it to you. I find myself being the old guy in the room sometimes now, but. Well, not in this room, you're not. No, you're right. Never the old man in this room. 
That goes to Ryan, <laughs> as we've learned. <laughs> Not in Lance's eyes. <laughs> this is from Robert Kane. What is the most difficult or memorable question one of your children have ever asked you? I don't know, a memorable question my son asked me recently. We were outside shooting basketball, and he said, Dad, were you ever in the NBA? <laughs> he said, you're really good. And I was like, that made, long, me, you know, made me feel I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I flirted with the G League, son, yeah. but that's as far as I got. So at least in his eyes, I'm that's a awesome. really good basketball player, yeah. but I'm probably extremely <laughs> mediocre for any other 35-year-old <laughs> out there. That's a great that one. That is yeah. awesome. I remember Reed one time, I was giving him a haircut. This is when he was in kindergarten. He hated haircuts, so I was usually just fighting that. But for whatever reason, he was being good this night, and he just kind of stopped, and he just turned around. He's like, Dad, why do pretty girls make me so nervous? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was not ready. It's like some of these questions tonight, I was not ready for this. And so uh, I was like, I don't, let me think about it for a second, Reed. And he goes, is it because their faces are so pretty and I don't know them? And I was like, Son, that is exactly it. I've got nothing left to teach you in life. (laughs) Your old man can drift away now. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just tripping out about this question. I I opened it prematurely. I thought we were done talking. Give it to Kyle. Yeah, I might have to just give this one to Kyle or if this, I don't know. This one says, Bear G from the forest is asking you, asking you have to fight one of these. Choose one and explain why. My options are bear, cougar, alligator, wild hog. <laughs> is this from one of y'all or is this from somebody that actually like put one in? Sounds like he's from Bear from G. Bear G. Some Bear G, huh? One uh, my college buddies. Yeah. <laughs> bear G. He's an exchange student. Um, I'm gonna go with an alligator. Um, it's wait. What? Let's walk through these choices again. Bear. I'm not fighting a bear. Have you seen that Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Heck no. I'll, I'll give you they're, that. They're, they're, yeah, they're, I don't want any of the bear. Yeah, I don't yeah. want the bear. Cougar? Um, I kind of feel like the cougars give, are... Give the bear a jar of honey. <laughs> <laughs> and you could be friends for yeah. life. Uh, cougars, uh, I don't know, man. They can get in trees. They're pretty wiry and fast. And I, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be difficult to fight a cougar. A lot of claws. A lot of claws. I don't want to deal with all that. Wild hog? I'm not really sure... You want no part of a wild hog. Uh, yeah, it feels like th- those actually have like the tusks. Tusk. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that. So yeah. I, alligator seems like the slowest one of these, and maybe somehow I can um, – sorry, I just thought of Happy Gilmore when Chubb's got his hand <laughs> bitten off by an alligator. <laughs> then Gator bit my hand off. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go with an alligator just because I feel like it's the slowest of the four. So that was actually a pretty good question, Bear G. I, uh, I mean, it made me think a lot, so thank you. I'm going to I'm going to have to fight the cougar in that situation. You're going cougar? Yeah, you remember? You have heard that story not long ago, the guy that killed the cougar with his bare hands? Do you see that story? Uh, have he you was heard a about hiker. the uh, 100,000 other people that died when yeah, they fought the cougar? Uh, yeah. Have you heard anybody <laughs> surviving uh, any of the others? I've heard one guy that actually killed the cougar. I've never heard of a guy surviving the other stuff except Chubbs, I guess. But yeah. Then that cost him his life later. He got terrified of the alligator. I'm going with cougar. You at least got a chance of strangling them or something. You want to get tore up. Don't get me wrong, but. It'd be a better story, too. Yeah. So I don't want the alligator I don't want a part of. It. They do that death roll. So maybe this go with the gator. I know you can go down here, here to, the, to the to the boot barn and you can't buy any bear boots or <laughs> cougar boots, but you can get gator boots. <laughs> so they've they've got to be a little more accessible. Oof. All right. Good question, Bert. You already got yours out. I got a okay. question here. Uh from Anonymous. 
if you could have an all expense paid road trip, <laughs> that makes me laugh for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. All expense paid road trip. All you can have corn nuts. That's right. GGBs. <laughs> all the gas you can you can burn. Uh, what would it be? Um, you know, I think it'd be like if I had the proper vehicle, a long <clears throat> trip out west. I think would be yeah. fun. Colorado. Yeah. You know. Nevada and stuff. I think I think that'd be fun. You need yeah. the time to do it and, oh, yeah. and the right equipment. You definitely need yeah. like a nice RV yeah. and plenty of time. Good, yeah. good three weeks to see it all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've always wanted to do like the the month long tour of Major League Baseball stadiums and just like drive up the the yeah. East Coast and hit twelve or fifteen towns, however many you could get to, and watch a game in a bunch of different stadiums. Yeah. Quick story. Shout out to Ben Zeller, one of our listeners in college. They wrote a few letters. Him and his buddy, they grew up in St. Louis, huge Cardinals fans. They went, uh, they wrote a few letters to some local radio stations, news stations, uh, uh, CBS. They get a call in their dorm room. Someone leaves a message. It's Bob Costas. Wow. wow. Leaves a message. They had planned a baseball trip to see every, go to every stadium in one summer. And he calls them, and they ended up getting a free van, free gas, free tickets to every game, wow. press passes, and then they did the same with Lou Gehrig's disease, where they got memorabilia from each game and got to take it and get signed. And they auctioned, they brought it all back and auctioned off at the end of the summer. Wow, so, cool! That's, awesome. That's summer a sweet of a lifetime. story. That would yeah, be awesome. So this guy we used to work with, and uh, before he came to work with us, he was a bus driver for he contracted with one of the companies in nashville and he ended up driving around a bunch of celebrities when he said his best one he ever got they kind of always have an off season when there's not a lot of tours going on he was on his off season back home he got a call said hey we got we got a call in somebody's wanting to rent a bus they're gonna have it for a couple months this summer you're a first you know you got first rider refusal he's like it's gonna pay good it's not hard blah 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 he said yeah you know I guess it wouldn't be too bad. Kids were gone just doing summer stuff. So he said, oh, I'll do it. He said, didn't have a clue what it was. He said, gets there. He gets his directions to go pick them up. He goes and picks them up. And it's Tom Hanks, Ron Howard, Tom Hanks' brother. And there was one other guy that was an actor. I can't remember who it was. But that was hit, um, Tom Hanks' brother had set it up for Tom Hanks' 50th birthday. And they went to every baseball park and watched baseball. I watched the bay, and he got to watch a lot of the games with him. He said, I didn't go to all of them, but they invited me to a few, and he said, I just literally drove those guys around for the summer, so that's pretty cool. All right, next question is from Lieutenant Dan from Greenbow, Alabama. If you had to lose one body part other than a finger or toe, what would it be? There's not a lot of good options there. Mm-mm. I'm going to go with an ear. I think I can function without an ear pretty well. I'm going to look a little odd, but... You could grow your hair <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. I could try. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be a good look. Walk around with headphones on. Yeah. I'm going to go with an ear. That's I can function without that. Not an essential item. We'll still love you. Yeah. I'd go with a nipple. Ooh. Is that a body or a belly part? Button. Is what? a nipple the body, a body part? Do you have a what? nipple on your body? <laughs> and if so, <laughs> Touché. I'm, I'm, how many? <laughs> that, uh, is, that is, in all seriousness, okay, Leg or an arm? If you had to lose one, leg. I'm going arm. Really? I want to walk. Well, you can I use a? You got? I think the prosthetics for legs are probably better. Pretty good. Arm. Easier. Good point. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going leg. Yeah, I'm going to change my good point. You taught me another leg. Plus, Ryan never runs, so he doesn't have to worry about that. Exactly. 
That might be an upgrade for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the springs on those things? Uh, yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> Probably mm-hmm. be better for my bag too. Yeah, they won't let them. Won't let sprinters in Olympics because they're too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> I'm gonna try to re- recover. Y'all making fun of the handicap guy in the room. <laughs> All right, let's see. Kara from White House wants to know if you had to trade lives for a day with your spouse. Oh man. I've heard that a million times. <laughs> you want to trade with me? Uh, if you had to trade uh, lives for a day with your spouse, what would you most look forward to and what would you most dread? Ooh. Mm. Dreading uh, would be that uh, Catherine is, is, can never shut her mind off. Like, and I think she's a lot, like a lot of moms. Like, She's always thinking about got a pack of lunch or the clothes washed uh, I've got you know she has two jobs that are like regular jobs that she does and she's a mom and she takes care of me so I would I don't know that doesn't sound like a lot of fun so <laughs> that'd probably be, be the part I would dread the most as far as what I would look forward to I think um, you know all of us as husbands we want to be better and but we think like men that's probably our biggest wall i always see things from my perspective so i would really look forward to being in her mind maybe better understanding who she is and what she needs so that I could be a better husband thinking from an emotional perspective yeah. for a change yeah and you know neat. A hot girl privilege i'd like to have it yeah. for a day you know no so. tickets yeah, yeah you can speed talk yourself you out of anything yeah. yeah no doubt here's an interesting one um i don't I didn't realize he was a listener, but this is from uh, Donald T. from D.C. Oh, hi, Donald. So, Donald, uh, good to have you. The Donald. I guess so. Uh, So, Don, he asks, uh, what is the best advice you have ever received? My father tells a story of his grandfather, my great-grandfather, who, when he went to college, when my father went to college, his, his grandfather told him, he said, always keep your eyes open. And it's like, you know, that seems like good advice. But then he followed it up with, because if you walk around with your eyes closed, people think you're a fool. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that's that's good advice. Keep your eyes open. I'd say my dad probably gave me my best advice ever. He told me one time, he said, I don't know, he probably doesn't even remember telling me this, but it stuck with me for all these years is if you don't know how to do something and you're in a situation where there's other people and you're trying to figure it out, don't ever tell anybody you don't know how to do something. Because somebody at some point has figured out how to do this. And if they can figure it out, you can too. So don't ever say you can't do something or you don't know how to do something. Say, hey, I'm working on it. I'll figure it out. But don't ever say that you can't. Deep. Deep thoughts. Mine was always keep a towel in your car. (laughs) Yeah, solid. Also to live by. My dad always told me if something sounds too good to be true, it usually is, and I've found that to be the case. sage advice through the years. So this question comes in from Grace Goostree. What do you do with the last piece of dessert, cookie, candy, brownie, etc., save for wife or kids or gobble gobble it up? Um, I have to admit, I'm I'm definitely going to gobble it up, but if I... My daughter is so... She wants to eat everything like around the house, and if she sees me snacking on something, like it, she has to have it. So, I would, if I had to give it to somebody, I'd probably like 
give a little piece to my daughter and then try to like sneak it behind my back so she wouldn't see the rest of it and then I would gobble give it her out. the all gone that's what I yeah, did yeah it's all Jack. gone yeah all gone just keep cutting everything in half like, and then just leave <laughs> half of it there that was a, apparently a shot over the bow at me. That was my mom, mm-hmm. and uh, I think mm. she's been talking to Catherine. And there's a little we got a little uh, throwing some shade on you. There's three people in my house that think uh, still too much dessert and candy. Mm. And apparently, uh, Lance, thank you for being on my side. Oh no problem. Apparently, I'm not Any alone. Anytime, yeah. Anytime. I'm just jealous. I don't know. I might have to after camping with you. That the 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 last couple Oreos that we were eating around the campfire did disappear, and I wonder where they went. Hmm. Hmm. I know. <laughs> I will say this though: Ryan is is always one of the last people. Whenever we have any kind of potluck function, Ryan is always one of the last people to eat. So you can hang your hat on that, Ryan. Yeah, but that's a that's an ultimate alpha move. That's so I can take all the last. That's hundred percent what that is. No guilt. I was trying to pump yeah. you up, man. Yeah. Come on. Oh, look, two burritos left. I'll have them both. Yep. All right, our last question. Last question is from Dixie Sue. Welcome back, Dixie. Thanks for listening. Do you ever drink straight out of the community milk jug when no one is looking? Absolutely. I do. Um, it's the chocolate milk, and I kind of stake my claim. It's no. I don't mind drinking out of it. Now, now, I will say that I try to do the pour into the mouth and not like the whole... <laughs> Like my oldest daughter, when she drinks out of any kind of bottle, she Whole has to wrap her it. entire lips <laughs> yeah. around the entire thing and like basically turn it upside down. Yeah. I mean, you're you're getting you're getting some nasty stuff. Then I try to do like the pour so my lips don't actually touch yeah. the the cap or whatever. My little so, girl yeah. claims water bottles the same way. Once I, I'll see her with mine turned up, like you know what? You go ahead and hang, hang on, hang on to that one. Yeah, <laughs> same one. That and yours. So so let's say you're. Uh, Mid drink here, and you hear Julia's footsteps coming around the corner. Do you immediately cap it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the move. That's exactly what I do. Oh, I was just looking yep. for a glass. You don't see one, do you? So, how many? Let's take a poll here to end this. How many? Uh, how many of you guys drink out of the jug? Yeah, I'm, I'm raising my hand. All right. Unfortunately, Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm not a jug. I'm a non. I usually try to do it though when it's almost empty, so that way if anybody catches me, I can be like, "Oh, it was just the last bit. I'm finishing it <laughs> off." Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you got a <laughs> half gallon turned up. Yeah, sixty percent of the dominators drink out of the milk jug. So be proud of. All right, guys, that was a lot of fun. Uh, that will conclude our mailbag segment. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Hope you enjoyed that and got some uh, good laughs along with us. For the future, uh, we'll probably do this episode again. So if you have any good questions that you would like for us to answer, you can, if you still email, you can email us at commondenominators at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on social media. That's probably the preferred method. And we'll save those questions and uh, answer them on a future episode. Appreciate you guys listening. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed uh, the mailbag as much as we did. We had a lot of fun with it. It's not often I come across something on social media that really stops me in my tracks and makes me completely reevaluate my life in that moment. But that very thing happened this week. I came across a post about a 26-year-old Australian woman named Holly Butcher who was dying of cancer. Days before her death, she made a post and wrote a letter basically to her family, and it was called A Bit of Advice from Hall. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I encourage you to do that. Just Google her name, and it's easy to find. I did want to read you just an excerpt or two, 
that really struck a chord with me. It's a strange thing to realize and accept your mortality at 26 years young. It's just one of those things you ignore. The days tick by and you just expect they will keep coming until the unexpected happens. I always imagine myself growing old, wrinkled and gray, most likely caused by my beautiful family. Lots of kids. I planned on building with my love of my life. I want that so bad it hurts. Remember, there are more aspects to good health than physical body. Work just as hard on finding your mental, emotional, and spiritual happiness too. That way you might realize just how insignificant and unimportant having this stupidly portrayed perfect social media body really is. While on this topic, delete any account that pops up on your news feeds and gives you any sense of feeling bad about yourself, friend or not. Be ruthless for your own well-being. Give, give, give. It is true that you gain more happiness doing things for others than doing them for yourself. Try just enjoying and being in moments rather than capturing them through your screen on your phone. Life isn't meant to be lived through a screen, nor is it about getting the perfect photo. Enjoy the bloody moment, people. Stop trying to capture it for everyone else. Get up early sometime and listen to the birds while watching the beautiful colors that the sun makes as it rises. Work to live, don't live to work. Wine less, people, and help each other more. That's the thing about life. It is fragile, precious, and unpredictable, and each day is a gift, not a given right. Tell your loved ones you love them every time you get the chance and love them with everything you have. Please take the time to go and read the whole letter. I encourage you to do that. It'll really shake you to your core. My takeaway is this. My first 37 years of life have gone by quicker than I like to admit. I'm a blessed man to make this make it this far with the gifts I've been given. However, I know the next half of my life is going to feel like it is going by faster. So I'm going to do the best to take moments here and there just to appreciate the small things and be thankful for another day. Most importantly, I will take solace in knowing that when my time on earth is done, I will join my brothers and sisters in heaven because I am saved by the blood of Christ. Thank you so much for listening and sending in questions. And until next time, keep listening to the Common Denominators. God bless. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Daniel Knox, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Common Pod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group, or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.